Amen. I want to pick up from where we left off a couple weeks ago, well, last week on healing, the Lord wanting to heal. And also on Sunday, we had a word at the second service that as we're pressing in and the Lord is moving, there are those with very receptive hearts, those that are uh, seeing it and, and kind of in the middle, wanting to move. And then there's those who are not moving at all because of, and a few indicators in that word was that they felt guilty, they felt shame, but also maybe issues of pride. I don't want to do that. And so I want to move into that and continue in our place of God wanting to heal us. The word comes from uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Now may the Lord of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you believe that God can keep you from sinning? That's the scriptures. That's, that's what Jude says. Unto him who is able to keep you from falling. Do you really believe that the power of the Holy Spirit in you could actually keep you from falling? Yes. I mean, that's what he says. Now unto him who is able, he's able to keep you from falling. And in fact, look at this. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you partially. What he has begun, he's able to complete. So, you know, we, we get off the off-ramp on this thing way too soon. It gets a little too hard. We mess up a little too much, and, you know, we're done. God wants to sanctify. That means to purify, holify. <laughs> I made that one up. <laughs> Completely. Through and through, the NIV translation says, through and through your whole spirit, soul, and body kept what? No accusations. Blameless till you're 45. It's downhill from there. What's the, what's the qualifier? Until when? The coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, is this overreach? Some of you might think, well, concerning me, I don't know about that. This is to the entire body of Christ that he wants to sanctify us completely through and through our spirit, soul, and body so that we are blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means that he is preparing a bride that is spotless and blameless and pure through the washing of the word, Ephesians says. And as Jesus is washing us in his word and he is purifying us with his fire, we're to be responding so that we would be blameless. And so as Sunday we had that prophetic word that some of you are ready to be just sanctified, burn me through and through, God, I'm ready for this. Some of you are a little hesitant, uh, you, you, you got one foot in, one foot out, you're not sure, and some of you are just reticent, 
you're like, I don't know, this seems a little bit Jesus freaky, this is a little bit too much, this is, you know, I still got to live my life too, your best life, your best life is dung. Someone should write that book. <laughs> I think I like it. <laughs> your best life now is dung. It's Christ and Christ alone, and he wants to do this. So, so I want to gather you all into this tonight and draw ourselves. So what I want to do is help you along, some of you that feel shame, some of you that feel guilt, some of you that have too much pride in your own life right now. You're, you're not coming in. I want you to understand who you are in Christ. Uh, Gabe, you started singing it. It wasn't part of our playlist, but you started identifying our identity, who we are in Christ, and that's exactly where I want to go. So I want to take you. He said he's going to sanctify us completely through and through, spirit, soul, and body. You're made up of three parts. How many of you have been born again? Born from above. You've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. By accepting what Christ did through his blood sacrifice, that blood has cleansed you from sin. Now that you've been cleansed from sin, guess who can now abide in you? The Spirit of God's own nature, God's Holy Spirit. Or, or turn it around from Holy Spirit to Spirit of Holiness. The Spirit of Holiness now abides in you. You were born from above. In other words, you have a new birth. You're a new creation. Behold, what's passed away? All the old things, they're passed away. So there's no shame and guilt in this spirit man. Your spirit man is born again, born, made alive, and you are now spirit, soul, and body. You used to only identify by your soul and body, your intellect, emotions, will, and your flesh, your body. But now your spirit man is birthed, and that spirit man is made in the image of Christ Jesus. You are now a son of God, and that's what we're to live out of. So those of you that said you're born again, let me amplify that with these scriptures. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Jesus Christ from the law of sin and death. I am no longer under the condemnation of the law. My spirit, who I am identified in Christ, there is no condemnation, there's no shame, there's no guilt. And so I am made pure in Christ Jesus. My position in Christ through my spirit man is this. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. The sexually immoral, the idolaters, the adulterers, men who practice homosexuality, thieves, the greedy, drunkards, nor revilers or swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such of some of you were. But, and here you are, born again. Now what happens when you got born again? Your spirit man, you are washed. You are sanctified. You are justified. How? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. That's who you are. Does anybody identify with that? Yeah. We're spending way too much time identifying on your, by your soul. I'm identifying by what you see in the mirror. 
You're spending way too much time identifying yourself by an old means of identification. You are not that person anymore. You are in Christ Jesus. You're washed, you're sanctified, you're pure, you're holy. You have to get that and actually believe that about yourself. If you're still mourning and grumbling about the sin and the shameful things you used to do, don't, you're denying the cross its power. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is what? Faithful and just or righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from what? Well, are you or aren't you? Are you cleansed from all unrighteousness or not? Well, I kind of partially am. Well, then you're kind of partially not going to go to heaven. This is a package deal. Either you are cleansed by God's blood or you're not. But pastor, I still sin. Got it. I understand that. And that's the remnant of your flesh that, that fails, but God covers you with the blood. Now you're just a child that doesn't know how to walk. So he's training you how to walk. Will you fall and skin your knees? Absolutely. Get up and do it again. Get up and move forward. Amen. It's exactly who you are. Cleanse from all unrighteousness. Look at Hebrews 10, 22. Let us draw near with a sincere heart in what? Full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. This thing that got us into so much trouble is now a temple of God himself. Now, I know it needs to be cleaned up, but if you're constantly worrying if you're good enough, you're not going to be walking enough. You have to understand who you are and live it out, right? You have to know what you have in your account. Another couple verses, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. For our sake he made him who knew no sin, to be sin, that we might become what? The righteousness of God. All of you that said you're born again, say, I am the righteousness of God. Is that how you identify yourself? Okay. Some of you are still hesitant on that. You got to live in your spirit, man. You got to identify in your spirit, man. Stop identifying by your soul and stop identifying by your body. Right? Most everybody here hates their body anyway. Galatians 2:20. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but what? Christ who lives in me. That's your spirit, man. That's who you identify by. That's how you walk out your life. When you get up in the morning, your spirit is alive. You're the righteousness of Christ. You're the righteousness of God. You're cleansed and washed of a pure conscience. And the, your memory and the devil's enemy tries to remind you of what you did years ago. You say, that ain't me no more. Devil tries to put some old habits back on you. You say, I am not the same man I was before. Won't work on me. Right. 
Some of you still have patterns of addiction and patterns of thought in your soulish man. But that's not you. Because you are the spirit man. So step out of that soulish man and identify as the spirit man and start cleaning up that soul. Okay? That's how you've got to consider it. So let's, let's uh, stand up. Amen. You are spirit, soul, and body. If you were born from above because your faith in what Jesus did, you didn't do nothing. But what he did, you accept everything he did. The spirit man was birthed in you. You are a new creation. You are born from above, born again. You have now been, by his spirit of holiness, put in you, in your spirit man, you are now the righteousness of God, justified, cleansed, and washed. Do you know what justified means? Justified, who justified you? Now, you'll say Jesus, won't you? But you're wrong. <laughs> who justified you? The Father. Because of what Jesus did. Jesus was the sacrifice that paid the price that justified you from your sins. And Father, eternal judge, laid the gavel down and said, clean, justified, forgiven. That's the Father's declaration over you. Because of what Jesus did. Amen? Now you've been sanctified, set apart. You've been called out of this world. You are separate and unique from everyone else in the world because you're not of the world anymore. You're a new creation. So you need to walk in the Spirit. So I want everybody right now to identify yourself in the Spirit. Say, I am a son of God. I am the righteousness of Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Now, what I, so, so we're just going to do like a, an exercise, you know, for us to separate from these, the, the tri- trichotomy of who we are, body, soul, and spirit, you know, we're just going to imagine that, okay? So, you're standing in your spirit man now. Look at your soul. All right? Look at your soul. What is your soul? Your intellect or your mind, your reasoning in your mind, your thoughts, right? Your emotions, how you feel about stuff, how you react to things, and your will, what makes you say yes or no to something. All right? Take a look at that. All right? Righteousness Righteous man and woman of God, take a look at at your soul, all right? Is there some damage there? Yeah. As a matter of fact, Paul says this, that we're no longer to be conformed to the world. All your life, before you got born again, you were conformed, and that word conformed in the Greek means patterned, patterned to the world. How many of you, look at your soul now, how many of you in your soul has patterns in it that keep repeating. Patterns that are conformed to a real mess of the world. And, and 
reasonably so. Because you didn't have God in you. Maybe some of you did, and you still patterned yourself to the world. I grew up in a Christian home. I accepted Jesus when I was five years old, but I still did stupid things. Right? And I still have patterns of the world in me that I have to flush out. Okay? We all do. But you were doing the best you understood how to do, and you were trying to survive. Some of you come out of some really bad situations. Let me ask, how many, are, how many people here are survivors of something? Okay. Right? You had to, you had to get out of that thing. You're, you're wondering how in the world you ever got here. Okay? So there are patterns. Let's, let's get off the uh, guilt and the shame. Remember, now that you're the, in that spirit, man, there's no condemnation. God took the law away. It's no longer condemning you. He gave you a spirit of life. All right? So when we're looking at ourselves, stop the condemnation, stop the shame and the guilt. Where do you think that's coming from? The enemy. All right? You're the righteousness of God now. Stop chasing that stuff. But let's look at it. Yeah, there's some real sin issues there. There's some real problems there. Holy Spirit knows that. Do you think when the Holy Spirit came in and he goes, what did I get into here? What? What? Ten years, I finally got into this door. Oh, whoa. What? Come on. I'm out of here. Some of you have a theology where God just, he's done. I, I quit can't handle this guy look at if you're born again he started something and he's able to what complete it all right so look at your soul okay it has been patterned in some ways conformed patterns of sin patterns of behavior patterns of thought Romans 12 says that we have to renew our mind see that our mind our thought wasn't immediately sanctified, was it? Your spirit man was, your mind is not. So we got to work on that. Okay? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You got to put this on a road trip. You got to get some wheels under this. You got to try these things. You got to see. All right? And then we have your body. Your soul is your intellect, emotion, and will. That's already messed up. We know that. And we keep feeding our emotions. And our intellect concerning godly things is void. We're trying to figure it out. Right? How many of you got into real spiritual things? You got into uh, like Eastern stuff, meditation. How many of you got into like spiritual stuff like ghosts and weirdness and uh, eerie stuff? horror movie thingies and all that, right? How many of you got into any extraterrestrial? You know, there was a sense of spirituality, but you didn't know where to go. Then you have your body. How many of you have a body? Okay. <laughs> Large one. All right. All right. How many of you know your body has triggers, has drives, has lusts, has desires, 
right? And how many of you find those things a little out of control? And how many of you find that sometimes when your emotions can't be handled, you do things to your body to satisfy your emotional state? When you can't handle your emotional state or conditions, you gratify your body with something to medicate your emotional pain. I would say all of us, right? Whether it's food, whether it's entertainment, whether it's a a drink, whether it's a smoke, whether it's a a pill, we've done these things because we grew up not knowing what the Holy Spirit could do for us. So we took all the artificial things that imitate what He offers But now that you're in the spirit, man, take a look now. Take a look at your soul, honestly, because we're going to spend time in prayer here. And what's going to happen is the Holy Spirit is now going to start identifying stuff, okay? But because of your patterns of your flesh, when God identifies sin, you run to your flesh and say, I'm such a loser. I'm such a sinner. How could he ever want me? How could he ever love me? I'm not good enough. Look at those guys over there. They're awesome. They praise Jesus. And I'm such a louse. And that's a lie. You're not going to go back there. You're in your spirit, man. You're washed clean, sanctified. So take a sober look at your soul and look at the damage. And let's get it to work. God's going to start showing you that. Why? To condemn you? No, he nailed condemnation to the cross. He's doing it to sanctify you through and through, to get rid of the junk. Is this This is making sense to you, isn't it? All right. And your body, too we got to get rid of those triggers, those patterns that we go back to all the time, those addictions, which are simply patterns. Everybody here is addicted to sin. Everybody here is addicted to your emotional state. Everybody here is addicted to your dopamine. Everybody here is addicted to your testosterone or estrogen. Everybody here is addicted to the release of these things. You like that move? I just came up with that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a good thing we're not taping today. We're, we're, all, we're all in this thing together. Now, either we're all a bunch of losers or we're all a bunch of saints. Okay. We're saints who are... The Holy Spirit is sanctifying through and through. It doesn't happen all at once. God redeems. He restores. Okay? All right. So we've got patterns of sin. Don't be conformed by the patterns of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But your mind isn't equipped enough to do it. It needs your spirit, man, To train your mind what is biblical. And your mind gets renewed into what is biblical and your identity of who you are in Christ Jesus. I don't need this thing anymore, this whatever substance or this activity, because I have Christ Jesus and I have the power of his spirit and I have peace with him. All right? 
that by testing you may discern what is good and right and so forth. So we're going to get rid of those. So let's take a look at your soul now. All right, everybody looking at your soul? Your, your intelligence, your intellect, your reasoning, your understanding of things, your emotions. Now let me just, let's just do a, a, a survey. How many of you tend to go to your intellect, your reasoning, your mind, more than your emotions? Let me see hands. How many of you would tend to live your life more out of your reasoning and your mind than your emotions? Raise them high. Okay. How many of you live more out of your emotions, your life responds emotionally to things? Raise your hand high. Okay. How many of you don't know? Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. We got 50, 50, and 50. It looked even all the way through. All right, so that, again, that's the way we're going to be made. That's how we're made up, okay? And some of you just don't know. How many of you are born again? Do you know that? Okay, then in your spirit, man, in Christ Jesus... Take a look at your soul, your, your emotions, your will, and your reasoning. And let me ask you this question. Holy Spirit, throughout this, speak to us. This is a time of healing and intercession. Speak to us now. Give us ears to hear. In your intellect, your reasoning, your remembrance, in your emotional state, and in your will, how many of you have a wound from somebody, a person that you've been wounded by? Okay, you say, well, I, I worked through that one. That was a long time ago. I forgave them, and, and I'm through that. All right, well, Holy Spirit, search our hearts that if there's anybody we missed, anything we didn't remember, anything in our soul that's damaged, bring it to our remembrance this week, Lord. Can you agree with that? Remember now, you're safe in the spirit, man. All right? It's time for you to deal with these things. Many times, people don't deal with these issues, and they bury them by doing things. Most of my counseling deals with people 30 years and older. Because... Up until 30, everybody's working at getting a job, and then they're working at getting a house, and then they're working about getting married, and they're working on getting kids, and then they're working on cars, and having a job to support the kids, and all this. And then once they got the car, the job, the kids, the wife, or the husband, and everything's moving forward, their life poof, crashes, because all the distractions are out of the way, and all the woundedness starts showing up. All right? How many of you have had words, things said about you or things said to you that may have scarred your emotions or your reasoning and your thinking? Okay? Maybe, maybe as a kid you were called stupid and dumb. That shaped the way you walked out your life. Okay? Start looking at these things because Jesus wants to do a cleansing work, a healing work, and he doesn't want you staying in the suffering and in the pain of that when you can be walking in the spirit, man. And that stuff can get cleaned up, healed up, 
and put away under the blood. Maybe some of you have an event. I asked how many of you are survivors. How many of you have experienced trauma in your life? Okay? And you all have different traumas. I'll tell you what, I, I know a lot of your stories. Wow! What testimonies in this church of what God can do with broken people. So were there events in your life that really just torqued your emotions? And you can be saved. I've had things happen in my life where I'm saved, and, and when I consider what happened, it just it's trauma. It tears my heart out. i got to work with that, but I work with it through standing in my spirit man, dealing with it. Is this, is this making any sense? Standing in who you are in Christ, working with these things. Whether it's been an event, maybe it's been words of spoken things, gossip or slander or accusation, or maybe it's people. People who have rejected you, might have been your own mother and father. People who abused you, people who harmed you, or people who didn't do what they should have done for you. And that gets lodged in our intellect, in our reasoning, in our thinking. We don't know what to do with it. It gets lodged in our emotional base, and then our bodies respond to this stuff too. Now, consider this. If there's damage in your soul, your intellect, emotion, and will, and you, by your flesh, tried to medicate it, your flesh can get addicted to something, which is a whole separate issue now, than the other issue that caused you to go there from your soul. Example. It's pretty complicated, isn't it? For an example, uh, a person or a people was, were, were hard on me or traumatic in my life, and I used drinking to help medicate my emotional pain. Now I got a problem. I'm addicted physically to alcohol, which started because of the emotional pain. And I'll go to AA and quit the alcohol, but I never got the emotional thing healed. <laughs> so I'll switch from alcohol to something else. All right? Those things can bring lies. They can bring lies in your life. The enemy loves to bring in a lie wherever he can plant a seed. So someone disappointed you and he puts a lie in there and says, because you're not worth it. My dad loved my better, brother better than I. I knew it, he knew it, we all knew it. And the enemy comes in so he can put a lie in there. That's because you're never worthy anyway. You're not good enough. Words were spoken to you, right? You went out for the track meet and you were the worst guy there. You didn't even know how to run until you were 12. And you're trying to figure out how to do this. And your coach says, you're such a loser, why don't you quit? And that phrase becomes your theme song. Who do you think the musician is playing behind it? You're a loser and you'll never amount to much. You're a loser. It's like, shut up! But that's your themes. See what I mean? Bitterness creeps in. Fears and anxiety. Where does it all come from? And then on top of that, the enemy comes and brings strongholds to keep those things packed in. But 
if you were stuck in your body and soul trying to figure out how to get out of that, and many Christians are, because they're not understanding who they are in the spirit, man. They can't deal with it. But if you recognize your identity is in Christ Jesus, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I'm a new creation, and my identity is in Christ. I can look at those things, and I can say, I've had enough of that, and I've had enough of this. Amen? So, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless. God is sanctifying you through and through with an ever-increasing glory, and He wants to do this work. So tonight, we're just going to start this work. This is a 30-year project. (laughs) Some things may go quickly. Some may, boom, God will just break them. Other things, he's got to show you and peel it like, a, like an onion. One layer goes, and it exposes something else you didn't even realize was there. Okay? So, I'm going to start us off with this, just in some prayer. And we got 20 minutes to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. This is a spirit thing, all right? So, let's, let's say, all right? Stand in your spirit, man. Stand up. Stand in your spirit, man. That's your identity in Jesus Christ. You've been washed. You've been cleansed. Clean conscience. Everybody here, say, I have a clean conscience. conscience. All right? Because of who you are in Christ. You're the righteousness of God. Say, I'm the righteousness of God. God. I've been justified by the Father. Father. All right, now, look at your soul, okay? Who you are. Look at all the reasoning and intelligence of your thoughts and mind. And look at your emotional body, your emotional being, all of that. And the will, the way you made choices, okay? And close your eyes right now and let's pray. Father God, help us. Holy Spirit, for each person here, will you sanctify them? I'm just saying your word over us. Just saying your word over us. You said you will sanctify us through and through. So right now, go into our soul, our intellect, emotions, will, and our physical body. And I pray right now, if there is a person in your past, if there's a, a person or people or people groups, Holy Spirit, would you begin to help us identify and come through that situation to forgive them and to say, I'm sorry, forgive me, and I am ready to move on. I'm ready to put them behind I give them to you, and I ask that I will look forward to my identity in Christ and no longer to my past. I say that about words right now, things that were said about you, accusations that were made, titles that were spoken over you, word curses. 
that you have felt the pain of that, we look at those words and we say, you must all fall to the ground right now. Only the words of Jesus. I'm going to be a red-letter edition. Only the words of Jesus and what He calls me matter right now. I'm His beloved. I'm His child. I'm His son. Let that penetrate. All the words that have been spoken against you, failure, loser, titles you've been wearing, alcoholic, AA meetings, they want you to continually put that title over your head. In Christ Jesus, those things are gone. Not an addict anymore. Not a pervert. I'm not a failure. Not a divorcee. I'm not identified as single. I'm not a ditz. I'm just saying words. Do you see what words do to us? Tell them to fall to the ground. Tell them to be null and void in Jesus Christ. Only what Jesus says about me now matters. And I pray now about events, things that happened in time and space, in your home growing up, in school, what they did to you. Maybe someone abused. Maybe you got beat up. Maybe you got shamed in front of other people. Lord, I pray that you will heal my emotional state. I pray you will heal my intellect and my reasoning of that situation. I don't even comprehend it all, but I put it behind me. It is like water running under a bridge. It is gone. It is the past. I will no longer contemplate it. I look to Christ Jesus. And now I ask, Lord, that you'd speak to our bodies. Our physical bodies with their lusts and their drives and, and the things that we crave and the actions and attitudes we take. I, I pray that our bodies will be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord God, that we will take off addictions. That, Lord, we're no longer going to use our bodies to medicate. We're no longer going to let our hands be instruments of unrighteousness. But we're going to use our hands and feet to glorify Jesus. We're going to use our mouths to speak well. I give my body as a living sacrifice to Christ Jesus. I'll no longer put poisons in it, Amen. toxins. My body is a temple of God, which houses the Spirit of God in me, through and through. And now I pray, O oh God, That any demonic spirit that's attached itself through lies or bitterness or fear in my soul or in my flesh, by the blood of Jesus, I command them to leave. Lies broken with the entrance of your light that comes through your word. Bitterness resolved by the sweetness of God. Demons, you have no right to remain. We don't want you here. You can't harbor yourself in our woundedness because I'm healed. You have to leave and your lies with you.
I will not listen to you anymore. For condemnation from the law is nailed to the cross and I will be triumphant over you. As Jesus said. So Holy Spirit, begin to move in healing in this house right now. Spirit of holiness, purify, wash, wash, wash. We're just going to sing some worship songs. You don't have to sing. You pray. If you want to come to the altar, come to the altar. If you want to sit down in your seat, sit down. But let the Spirit press in. He will. Let Him press in right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But it's all right. Let the Lord do that work because He's placed you in safety. He holds you in Christ Jesus. Whatever deep, deep pain or reconstruction that needs to be done, you're safe. You're loved and held in Jesus. You're not on your own. Let Him do these deep things, this deep work. Throughout this week, let Him reveal things. Usually in your quiet times, times of meditation and times before bed or early, early morning waking up, the Spirit is going to reveal things, show you things. None of them are to condemn. If there is a condemnation that's coming in from it, it's not from Jesus. Know that. God is doing a sanctifying work in you. It's a cleansing. And you're safe in Him. And He's just reconstructing your soul, renewing your mind, and sanctifying your body. Look at what He's going to do with you. He's going to keep you blameless unto His coming. Wow. That's His plan for you. That's His word over you. Lord Jesus, we love you tonight.